Cycling Podcast for this stage five uh, review of the Tour de France. Wasn't planning to make an episode, but so much happened in this stage. Just had to uh, make an episode about it. Otherwise, the next one, with all the action that's guaranteed tonight, would just be a very long one. So, going to split them in two, do a stage five and stage six recap, hopefully. Uh, yeah, let's get right into it, where we started at the start with a big breakaway of 36 riders. Uh, we There was a bit of a battle for the breakaway. Uh, Pierre Latour, I believe, was out the front for... 10k's or so solo, but he eventually didn't make the breakaway, I don't believe. Uh, yeah, so we had 36 in the breakaway, then 3 broke away off the front, Van Aert, Alaphilippe and Victor Campenarts. They were out the front for most of the horse category climb. Uh, uh, after the, at the top of the horse category climb, we had Felix Gall and AG2R pushing it really hard. Uh, they went all out for the points, and I believe they did get that. Yes, they did with Martinez coming in second and Chaconi in third. Martinez going for KOM points potentially now that he's dropped uh, dropped in GC, dropped places in GC. Uh, but that wasn't the main focus of the breakaway. The Peloton and UAE were having a pretty hard time of it because of who was in the breakaway. With 36 people, obviously hard to control who gets in, and one person UAE I don't think wanted to get in was Jai Hindley. And Jai Hindley, the Australian for Bora, managed to get in the breakaway. Uh, breakaway was out at 4 minutes for a long time with UAE just pulling along at the front of the peloton, no one else really wanting to work with UAE, uh, getting into, I believe, one of their climbing domestiques on the little valley between the horse category climb and third category climb. Uh, let's move on after the descent. At the top of the horse category climb, it was all foggy, could barely see 50 meters in front of you. So a bit nervous for the descent. Uh, thought there could have been a crash, but I don't believe there was, so that's all good there. Descending down, a uh, few people dropped from the breakaway, rejoined again. Uh, so, down the descent, nothing really happened, a bit of action in the valley though, a bit of attacks going, but nothing really stuck. We got to the third carry category climb, uh, where we had an Israel Premier Tech rider go off the front solo uh, with Wout Van Aert and Alaphilippe chasing, and they joined back up, I believe. Um, yes, that is correct, I believe. Uh, it was definitely Van Aert and the Israel Premier Tech rider, there was definitely a third rider, I could have been Alphalete, might have not been, uh, sorry for not knowing that. Uh, over the third category climb though, the Israel rider taking maximum points, only two though, and Van Aert taking one. So now we were heading towards the 
category one climb with the 8.5 uh, and is it three bonus seconds? Um, 8.5 and two in fact, 8.5, two bonus seconds at the top of the first category climb, including the 10 points at the top as well. So definitely potential there. I was thinking maybe a Yumbo Visma or a UAE would pace real hard to try get to those bonus seconds. Uh, but obviously when you've got a big breakaway like that, UAE were pacing pretty much the whole day. Uh, just can't manage it and with wasn't much cooperation in the breakaway, but with a few people having teammates like Jai Hindley had two Bora riders with him. Um, Martinez had someone pacing for him. Frele, I believe. Um, AG2R had a couple riders for Felix Gale. So all of those pacing riders versus, what, two UAE riders. Obviously the breakaway is going to hold them off. So we came to the first category climb. Jai Hindley and Felix Gahl attacked off the front with Ciccone and Bookman. Ciccone couldn't follow, uh, Bookman might have been able to, but obviously doesn't want to chase his teammate. So Bookman just sticks on the wheel of Ciccone. Uh, so these four are at the front now. Uh, pretty, much, pretty much the only riders in contention for the win. Uh, Jai Henley and Felix Gahl were working together for a little bit and then uh, didn't see the attack but Jai Henley attacked Felix Gahl and next thing we knew he was off in the distance with I believe 45 seconds over the top to Felix Gahl. So Jai Henley taking the 10 points and the 8 bonus seconds so heading into GC contention here and all this time maybe uh, Gahl and Hindley had maybe a two and a half minute gap to the peloton. Now back in the peloton things were starting to happen where we had Yumbo Visma come to the front and pace with Seb Kuss real hard dropping everyone apart from Vinegard and Pogacar. So I was expecting a uh, Vinegard and Pogacar battle juking it out all the way to the top of the climb but when Sebquist pulled off, uh, Vingard attacked and Pogacar could not follow. Uh, big surprise there, I'm sure most people watching that would have thought Pogacar could have followed all the way to the top, but straight away Vingard off the front and Pogacar could not follow. Um, Vingard coming 5th over the top of the climb and Jack Habe coming 6th over the top of the category 1 climb. So with Vinegard attacking, the gap between him and Hindley came down rapidly. Uh, Vinegard caught up with Ciccone and Bookman, so those three weren't really working together. It was all Vinegard on the front, trying to gain as much time on uh, Pogacar. Pogacar, in the meantime, dropped back to his teammate Adam Yates, uh, and those two started pacing together, just trying to keep the gap stable. But there was about a minute gap the whole time between uh, Vinegard and Pogacar. So off the front, we had Jai Hindley. Uh, Jai Hindley, obviously 
out solo and with Chikoni, Gao, Bookman and Vinegard in a group about I would say 40 seconds behind but it was really only Vinegard doing the pacing Kinley versus Vinegard it basically was uh, so Vinegard did not end up catching Hinley. Hinley winning the stage going into the yellow jersey uh, 32 second gap back to the Chikoni, Gao, Bookman, Vinegard uh, group. Well, Vinegard actually 34 seconds back. Um, and then the Pagacha group, probably the most important gap of the day. 1 minute and 4 seconds behind Vinegard and 1.38 behind Hindley. So, big gap there for Jonas Vinegard. Does this mean that the two is basically over already if Vinegard's putting in a gap like that on a category one climb that's not really that long uh, it's about 4.8k 7.8k 7.8k and uh, putting in a gap of a minute and that was only really from an attack maybe halfway up so maybe signs of things to come or maybe Pogaccia just had a bad day I would say that Pogaccia just had a bad day like stage 11 last year where he lost the jersey and we can all remember the fight that Vinegard and Pogaccia had in the rest of the tour after stage 11 so I'm expecting Pogaccia to fight back tonight. Uh, in the GC though, Hinley going into the yellow jersey is this Bora's chance to win the Tour de France with Jai Hindley. Uh, also got the option of Emmanuel Bookman in fourth place now. Uh, only a minute 11 behind Hindley. Vinegard in second at 47 seconds and Chaconi at third. Uh, one, 103 behind Jai Hindley. Pogacar 140 behind Jai Hindley and 53 seconds behind Vinegard. Uh, Adam Yates 6 seconds ahead of Pogacar. Uh, Simon Yates 7th, Skelmo's 8th, Rodriguez 9th, and Gudu 10th. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Points jersey, nothing really happened. Brian Cockard won the uh, intermediate sprint. He moves up into 2nd, but still 66 points clear of Philipson. KOM jersey, Palace, Nielsen Palace losing that jersey. Uh, couldn't get in the breakaway today. I think... Uh, EF's plan was to get in the breakaway, but just couldn't do it. Felix Gall now in that jersey with 28 points, uh, 9 ahead of Ciccone, who's on 19, and Hindley and Palace are both on 18. Uh, Danny Martinez, who sprinted for the uh, third, the summit of the third carry climb, after three people had gone over, thinking there were points there maybe, uh, on 15 points in total on in the white jersey, Pogacar's beating Skelmos by 16 seconds, and also Rodriguez is also on 16 seconds. Uh, and in the team's classification, we have Jumbo Visma in first, Ineos in second, and Lidl Trek in third. So there you go. Moving on to tonight's stage, stage, stage six, looking at the profile definitely GC day uh, starting off with a third category climb uh, 30 k's after the start 
Then we've got Intermediate Sprint, Category 1 Climb, Beautiful Descending, then the infamous Col de Tourmalet, Falls Category Climb of 17 kilometers, uh, long descent after that, and then a summit finish with a one category one climb, uh, 16.2k at 5.3%. Uh, most likely GC day, Vinegar could be on the attack again, Pogacar could be trying to gain some time back, we will see uh, maybe a breakaway. Uh, yesterday wasn't really going to be a breakaway unless there was about 30 riders, which there were. So the breakaway did end up winning today. But tonight, not sure. Um, looks at maybe a bit too much climbing for a breakaway, unless you had like a maybe a climbing sort of Iran kind of rider. Uh, Rigoberto Uran, he was in the break yesterday. Uh, yeah. Jai Hindley, though, will he stay with the riders of Vinegard and Pogacar? Uh, maybe will he attack himself? So, could be now Vinegard versus Hindley for the tour, uh, but it could be all three of them, it could just be two of them, or it could just be someone wipes out the other two. So, all of that to look forward to tonight, and I only think we've done five stages of this tour. Um, it's crazy. And there's so much more to come in this race. And yeah, tonight will be very interesting. And the sprint stage on stage seven, if the sprinters can make it to there after tonight. Anyway, that will be all for today. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And. I'll probably do a stage 6 recap, but until then, goodbye.